Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. My name is Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net. I'm here with my good friend Aaron Lloyd. I'm here with Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki, back-to-back weeks after a two-week absence. Uh, real quick before we get started, Aaron and I attended an NXT live show at the Tower Theater in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania. Great show, right? Amazing. As always, NXT is always way better than any WWE product. <laughs> you forgot one of the most important things, Ron. We were there with our number one fan, Ronald the Goat Lloyd. <laughs> Ronald the Goat Lloyd was in attendance. He was there before either one of us. Yes, he was there before all of us, on time, ready to go, and marked out the whole night. Held our spot in line. Yep. In the cold. Great fan. <laughs> and we were also there with one of our friends of the show and great supporters of the Thrift Society. They were there with us experiencing their first show. First ever wrestling show. It's a good it's a good way to to, to get started with an NXT show. Yes. And for you guys who want to meet meet anybody at the Thrift Society, they will they will be at the Milo Festival this Thursday, February twenty fifth, from seven to ten o'clock. The show the show and event is free with RSVP. So after you're done watching us on YouTube Go to the show. Just go to the show. Or as you go to the show, listen to us. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and a little make, bit of both. Pop that song in the car. Yes. Does anyone recognize you? Yes. And tell, <laughs> and when you get there, when you get there to, to the people at Three Society, tell them that the, the marks from Matt Madness sent you. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess one more thing then. While we were waiting in line for the NXT show, it was Aaron, myself, and as we said, the GOAT Ronald Lloyd. A gentleman makes a U-turn straight over to us, says, you guys are Matt Madness, right? And I know I lit up. I think Aaron might have been on the phone. I said, yeah, I am, actually. Nice to meet you. He goes, oh, I'm Eric's friend. And I, <laughs> he had the bed. Took all, took I'm not, not even there. My name rings bells. Took all our thunder. I think I got, I think for about 1.3 seconds, I was like, somebody actually recognized it. And then... Somebody you're, only recognized, you're recognized as Eric's yes, friend. As Eric's friend. My yeah. colleagues, basically. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a my, nice way to say, no, you're, you're Eric's friend, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I did, well, I did do a Make-A-Wish that night. <laughs> oh, you did? And the With guy that. actually had the store. And I, still, I have to check it out. It's called M&A Universe. I have to check it out. He sells M-N-A, belts. M-N-A, three yes. letters? Yes, he, he has. He sells wrestling memorabilia. He has belts. So I recommend, recommend we all look at that. I will. I, I actually meant to do it that night. I just didn't yeah. get around to it. Um, so, yes, the NXT show was great. What was the highlight of that show for you? <sighs> it, was, it was so much, you know. Um, Endo and Cass, Finn Balor came out. I got to see Austin Aries for the first time in person. Um the atmosphere and the chance. I don't have anything directly that was per- that was my favorite, but I, I enjoyed Just the entire show. Being there, the atmosphere of NXT is kind of like I'm not old enough to say territories, but it reminds you. It, of like, it, it is like a territory. It is like a territory feeling. Every, everybody has an opinion. It's fifty fifty, and if they hate when somebody hates you, they legit hate you. Right. And have, and do not like you. Yes. Like Elias. There's Sam- a lot of heat. In Elias that Sampson. <laughs> Elias Sampson, I can't, this is a family show, I can't say what they were saying to him. Right. And then even Marie, I tried to get his chant going, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't happening. But the atmosphere is my favorite thing about going to NXT. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think uh, for me specifically, I was there for the two shows last May. Uh, we all know I'm a big supporter of women's wrestling. 
The one night we had Sasha and Charlotte main event the show. The next night to end the first part of the show was a fatal four-way with the four horsewomen. Uh, Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky. Mm-hmm. We had a, uh, a Bailey match. In the, I think Bailey, as great as she was in May, has grown so much in the Leaps last eight or nine months. She gets the crowd into it. She's doing other people's gimmicks out there. Uh-huh. I mean, she was leading a yes chant at one point. She was doing the perfect 10 cartwheel uh-huh. at one point. Oh, yeah. I think she's grown by leaps and bounds as a performer. I can't wait till she's on the main roster. I mean, I love her as the NXT Women's Champion, but I love her. I'd love to see her on the main roster. Those always not a demotion to the main roster. That's Correct. Well, they're, they're all demotions to the main roster. But NXT aside, thank you, NXT, Triple H, everybody involved for bringing it to our city once again. It's always a great time. Ron, I, I got to ask, Go since I wasn't there. Yes. In comparison to May's show to last week's show, which one did you uh, appreciate more? I was uh, there with you last yes. year, wasn't able to join. What would you last, say? I, I appreciated last year's a little more. Okay. Um, I think it was a better top to bottom. I think I, I think one, it was new. Like I had never seen an NXT show before. I wasn't sure. I thought I'd have to go to Orlando to see one. So. It was the first time. It was the first time I started touring too. Yes. Yeah. Um, Sasha Banks was there. Obviously, that's my main draw for NXT at that time. So she obviously wasn't there this time. Kevin Owens. Kevin was Rose there last there, yeah. time. So, now that's not to slight this show. It was a great time. Awesome show. But if I had... if so I could do one slightly again, stronger card last Yes. If I, if, I could, if I could do one over again, I would probably do the, the first night last year in May. Even the after party? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> after party was the first yeah, night. Yeah. We thought we were going to drink with Triple H at the, at the Hilton in Philadelphia. It didn't work out. I still can't figure out. Triple H, why didn't you answer my DMs? I get them, but... Mick Foley didn't answer mine either, so you weren't alone. But, with that said... Noelle didn't answer my DMs either, so... <laughs> yeah, she does, I guess not. She didn't answer mine either. But we had Fastlane this weekend. Good thing I haven't sent her any pictures. <laughs> that probably is a good thing. Well, maybe. I don't know. Well, I guess we could talk about that eventually. Well, we'll try to find a good headshot of you to send. Oh, a headshot. I wasn't thinking. Better way to go. Better way to go. I, I probably could have worded that better. Um, Fastlane this weekend, they're trying to make it an A-level show between the Rumble and WrestleMania. I personally did not feel it lived up to that. Eric, what do you think? I mean, would it live up to an A-level show? I, I wouldn't say no. I think the the quality of the matches were decent. It just seemed like everything was a little too predictable. There was nothing that was too wow. But I wouldn't say the show was terrible. I mean, I so it was good, it, not great. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I think last year it might have been better than last year's Vaseline, performance wise at least. Yeah, I don't necessarily have a problem with any of the talent on this show, Aaron. Well, the first two hours are fine, but <laughs> as viewers, we always remember the ending, right? And the last the last hour was real disappointing. Like, not the main event. Main event was awesome, but we had the disappointing cutting edge peep show. Right. And then that throwaway with Axel and Truth. And then you also had the main event. And then what ha- nobody wanted Roman Reigns to win. Right. Well, we. we and the manner he won. Nobody so, wanted to see it that way. One of the issues I had was the kickoff show. We have Mara Ranello calling the action. I was excited for why, that. Why tease us with that, though? Uh, no, we yeah. get him for the first match. And then we get stuck with Michael Cole for the rest of the yeah, show. Yeah, I got excited. I was like, I was like, oh my god, Cole's off, Cole's off. I, I can see Mora. And then the show starts. I'm like, where's where's Mora? Exactly. I that 
First problem right out of the gate was that you tease me with Morrow, and then we get get stuck with Michael Cole for the rest of the night. But the kickoff match was one of the better kickoff matches we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Best two out of three falls match for the U.S. title. Obviously, we've seen Del Rio and Kalisto have matches quite a bit. Um, I have my thoughts on this match, Eric. I mean, I know your thoughts are on the feud. You're not into it, but it was it was a good match. And I do think, uh, you know, they're throwing a stipulation, not just a championship match or in the pre-show, but it's a stipulation, stipulation to it, you know, two out of three falls. You got uh, you know a couple chair shots, and I think they're what they're trying to do is make that pre-show match matter now. I mean, we've seen title matches on there, but it seems like if anything, they're trying to draw some more reason why people are going to tune in 30, right. 40 minutes earlier. Which makes sense. I mean, I thought it was a good idea to have. I think it. they did a good job for as, as lackluster as the show may have been. They did a good job on the, uh, the pre-show match. Yeah, I thought the kickoff was good. Yeah, I thought the kickoff was good too. Um, I'm always a fan of the giveaway, get disqualified on purpose. Mm-hmm. Thing because I'm I, I've seen in a couple of Iron Man matches I'm Triple H did with the Rock in right. 2000 just to get yourself to 12. 2000 all over again. Yeah. your favorite your favorite phrase. <laughs> My right favorite now. phrase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2000 <laughs> all over again. I was gonna say I feel like Deja Vu just <laughs> by right there. <laughs> you get yourself to to get an upper hand right. on your opponent and it did. I'm, as much as I'm tired of this feud, I'm I'm glad they saved the best for last. Hopefully this is the last that you'll see of it. It's, it tells these matches they fought each other so many times. The matches seem they get real redundant. It's the same thing over and over again, and that's the thing I didn't really care for these guys because it was kind of like the same match over and over again. Right, I think that's probably one of the reasons why they had that stipulation because they figured we could tell a little bit different story. So the, I, I thought it was a good match, and I thought both guys put on a good performance. The issue I had was I don't disagree that I don't mind a guy getting disqualified on purpose because it's like I'll give up one fall yeah. to maybe get two, and then I win. Uh, what I didn't like was that your champion gets a fall because the guy gave him one, and then the fall he gets to win the match was a roll-up. At least let him have the, the one decisive fall to win the match, not, oh, he got a quick roll-up and that was it. He didn't earn well, well either one. But, again, I'm not going to take anything away from the, the people in the match. I thought they did a good job. We've seen this match a ton in the last six weeks. So I think they did about as good of a job as they could have done with this match. And for a kickoff show, I don't think you could ask for a whole lot more. I mean, for a, for a mid-card title, it's a good way to end the feud. I mean, they're, they're giving it a stipulation. They put on a, a really good quality match. You know, there's nothing bad you can say about the match. Yeah, there's not much I mean, you can I, say. I, The main thing, what you're saying there, is the, the final finish. It doesn't... Uh, I can respect that. It just point. left me feeling like he's your champion. Let him look Let him look good. I get he won the match. He won two falls. But one was given to him, and the other one... Was almost like a fluky, and that's what Del Rio has been saying the whole yeah, time. It's a, it's a fluke, fluke and yeah. it almost it almost still looks. That's that why bad. I think. Yeah, that's why I think they did that. So they just wanted to keep that story going. Not. I, no, I, hope, I don't want the story to keep going, but I think that's why they did it. Okay. Well, I disagree. I think you could have found a better way to end it. I think you could have give it closure. Yeah. It's not a fluke. He beat me twice in this match. That's it. I think they. I didn't. I don't think they gave us the proper closure. But to kick off the pay per view, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. In a tag match against Naomi and Tamina, the remains of Team Bad. Obviously, this is one of the ones I was looking forward to. I'm sure we all were. Uh, what do you think? Becky and Sasha were kind of reluctant tag team partners. What did you think of them performing as a tag team together? Well, first, I'm, I'm Ron. I'm glad it didn't take long for you to turn red and mark. <laughs> first match of night, so you just you lost it right there. <laughs> So they they got me red right yeah, right, right out of the right, gate. Right, right at the gate. <laughs> match over. Turn the. Turn 
Went to bed. Best fast lane ever. <laughs> All right. So, about this match. I thought, I thought this was one of the better Divas tag team matches that, you, that, you'll, see, that you'll ever see. I even thought Tamina even hold, held her own. And Sasha and Becky, you could tell they were reluctant because even when the match started, they were kind of like, I want to start. No, you, I want to start. No, yeah, I want to start. The force tag. Yeah, early force in the tag match. early in the match. And the same, this match was pretty good for a Diva tag match. The, I love the spot where um, I think they were double. Yeah, um, Naomi team and they went double suplex Sasha, and Sasha rolled out of it, and yes. Becky came up with the drop kick. Oh then, yeah, the mid, the double missile drop yeah. kick, great spot. Yeah, and then um, with the finish, I, I enjoyed it with Sasha Banks with the um the hurricane the hurricane Rana into the bank statement as well. Yeah, I thought that I thought they've displayed good teamwork for a team that's not really supposed to be a team. There were times they were working together, working off each other. Um, Eric, I, I, I thought, the, I thought the match was good, and um, as far as the just like you were saying with the finish, I like it because Sasha makes it exciting every time she finishes it. When she goes into, she goes with a, a finishing move and says, "No, it's not done now. I'm gonna make her tap." Right, and she didn't do it that way. She went with a different, you know, going with the hurricane. It's not something we've seen on the main roster mm-hmm. as her way to lead into her finish. So it was. Clean finish, cool finish, good spots in the match. I, I was pleased with it, especially it was, for a, a diva stack. Yeah, I thought it was a really creative transition into her finish. They've been doing that more with her recently, different ways for her to get to the bank statement, not just the uh, the double knees in the back. Yeah. And then they, they found new ways for her to hit it. And I think that's good because yeah, a lot good. of times there's just a formula to a match. Yeah, it gives this that, happens, this happens, this happens, they win. Yeah, and they're giving it the out of nowhere thing, right. which I really like. Yeah, but it, it's good when you're surprised at the finish. Yeah. Uh, a couple, a couple more things. I thought this was one of the better women's tag matches I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and it's it's, it's something fresh too because during the whole Divas Revolution, you've seen the same redundant tag team match, and this was a new fresh tag team match. Even Tamina held her own in this match. Right, and you mentioned you mentioned Tamina. JBL at one point said she could have been in the APA, <laughs> <laughs> which is high praise. I mean, he wouldn't just let anybody into the APA. <laughs> I would like to, see, to have seen a female APA member. <laughs> Maybe we will see one one day. I don't know. What do you think? Did you see Tamina in the APA? I definitely see her. I, 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 I can, can see her smashing some Belazza back there playing a little bit of uh, blackjack. Yeah, a couple more. Do the, do the, you know, Ron Simpson just, she has a bad hand. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> yeah, I think she could pull that off. She's got, she's got that mean mug at the camera all I the time. Mean mug at JoJo, mean mug at whoever's interviewing her. I think she'd be a good APA, an honorary APA member. A couple more things I wanted to mention. Becky had that. I thought, as much as I love Sasha, and we all know that, Becky, I thought, had an incredible performance in this match. Huge bump she took through the ropes. Yeah. Straight out to the floor. The missile drop kick we mentioned. I thought she was great. I, I kind of like the spot that, that Naomi and Sasha were doing where Naomi pops her up and she comes down with the two knees. Oh, yeah, that was new, They've too. done that the last yeah. two matches now. Uh, but like like you said, I, I definitely I appreciate the creative finish to the match. I thought it was a great women's tag match. We don't see enough of those. Usually they're just uh, Total Divas commercials yeah. when it's a women's tag match. This was a legit, a good kickoff to a pay-per-view. Yeah. And I mean, as negative as it sounds, I feel like more than, you know, all the time, if it's a Divas <laughs> tag match, it's, it's basically a, it's, all it's the a, time. It's yes. a bathroom match. It's a, let's go, what's in the microwave? Uh, yeah, it's a two-and-a-half-minute match for them to talk about Total Divas and everybody, yeah. I never know how long they are. I usually fast-forward through that. And it kind, of sho- it kind of shows what WWE thinks of these guys, girl, women by sending them out first. Mm-hmm. You want, that's the match you want to get the crowd started with. Yes. 
Uh, it, it, uh, Divas, it's been a long time since they, they start the show off, at least for a pay-per-view. Yeah, 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 because the match is to, to get the crowd hot and to get Ron hot. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Good, kudos. Listen, you put Sasha in commentary, and you're, he's going to get hot. That's all it takes for, for a red face. Uh, am I still red? I don't know. No. It faded, faded quick, this red. <laughs> so maybe I'm building up a tolerance to it. Yeah. I don't know. Barely. Um, <laughs> Deep plum. I did say that the one time. We had Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler once again, this time for the Intercontinental title. Great. Great match. I mean, you can see them. I'll watch that match again. They're going to be doing a match for SmackDown right now. Um, Again, it's a redundant match. You keep seeing them going. It's a good performance. He's such a good heel. From the stuff he yells during the match to his finish to his entrance... So biting the Intercontinental title after he retains it, that's it's all good. There's there's really nothing he does that isn't good. I mean, in the ring, he's great. On the microphone, he's great. Just his, he's his good random, on commentary. He's great on commentary. Just his random comments during the match are always funny. He gets himself over as a heel every time he's out there. Uh, yeah, I think he's 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 the best heel that they have. Your thoughts on this Intercontinental match? What I loved about this match, this is the fourth time we've seen this in six or seven weeks. Yeah. And to compare it to Kalisto and Del Rio, Kalisto and Del Rio matches felt the same every time. Every match with Owens and Ziggler felt different. And this one, you could tell, was the biggest match because it's for the Intercontinental title. Like I said, Kevin Owens yelling, even at Del- on Dolph Ziggler. I'm more over than you in your hometown. Yeah, that was, that was one of the favorite. That was one of my notes I wrote down. I, yeah. I love that line. Yeah, and something, the finish made me think about you because you say every week on the show, nobody should be tuning the band up. Yeah. And Ziggler tunes the band up, Owens throws the referee in his way, and then here comes a pop-up powerbomb out of nowhere and it ends the match. Not being not being original, causing the match. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I see, I didn't think that. I guess I didn't remember it being bang, bang like that. Yeah. But yes, Dolph Ziggler, let Let's that be a lesson to you. One guy warms up the band. The sweet chin music is one guy's finisher. Oh, and it's jealous. not you. So come up with something else for yourself. It, I, I take my hat off to you that you've gotten yourself in a conversation with Shawn Michaels, but you're not him. So just be Dolph Ziggler. Owen takes Cole more than us. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't he say the one time, shut up, I can hear you from here? <laughs> yeah, KO, great heel. I love the whole KO mania thing. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime, anytime a heel can put himself on the level of the entire show. Yeah, the, yeah. the biggest show of the year. Right. KO Mania. A great match. Like you said, it's been, we've seen this match a lot. But it's been different every time. Right. One of, so one of the things, I loved the the big whip in, torso whip into the turnbuckle. Bret Hart was famous for that, going torso first into the uh-huh. turnbuckle. This was one of the most powerful Irish whips I've ever seen into a turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. You know what I really liked about the match as far as and uh, just go to the end of it, the the finish. I thought it was cool. I always thought it was cool when he um, does it in the ring and whips him into the rope for the pop of power bomb. But it reminds me of like if he when he does it outside of the ring and does it, he didn't even throw Ziggler into the rope. It was just it was like the short here, arm. Yeah, it was the it was pretty much. It was like the tall, Jake the Snake short arm clothesline. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I liked it. I liked that. I was uh, it was a good invert because most of the time on Raw when he finishes with it, you get the the rope toss. Oh yeah, I I, I appreciated that myself. It was a different version of the pop up power bomb. I like any move. I think Sasha may have done a, a bank statement. I don't remember when it was, 
out of a short arm, short arm clothesline. I can't remember when it was. But I even liked uh, Ziggler's comeback. Mm-hmm. The three big splashes in the corner, yeah. the four standing elbow drops. To me, that's you're really putting an effort into. I have to, I have to put everything into beating this guy. I think that puts him over as a formidable heel, and I think yeah, it was a good comeback. But you're right; it was a great another another way to to show a variation on a finish that you see almost every time the guy's out there. Yeah, uh, it's it's always good to keep people surprised. And Ko Mania, do we think that uh, obviously he's going to defend the Intercontinental Title? At WrestleMania. Does he get a one-on-one match? We don't have to say with who, but do we think it's a one-on-one match with KO and somebody yeah. else for Eric? I don't know what to call because I have an idea. I was thinking um, what would make the most sense is putting him in there against AJ. You know, that we've seen it on the indies, but if you put them in there one-on-one where you get a five-star match that a lot of the indie marks would go nuts for or in WrestleMania, but... We got. We all saw last night. There's reason to think why they may not go in that direction. Uh, I'm gonna stick with what I said last week. I think whatever he's doing, despite the new matches we've seen added to the card last night, I still think I don't care who his partner is. It could be Stardust. I still think he might put on the best match of the night. I'm not gonna argue with that. I think it's gonna be AJ Styles because Kevin Owens. He he sent out a tweet. I don't know if you guys. I did. That, I did see that saying oh, if AJ thinks he'll come close to my Intercontinental Title, I'll throw him out faster than yeah. I did in the Royal Rumble. Right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I called that, but the uh, the tease from last night still makes me think uh, Styles got some other things he's got to do before. Well, they got six weeks to figure it out. Yeah, so it's true. Yeah, we're six weeks out. We'll see where that story goes. I just would prefer to see that belt. Defended in a one-on-one match as opposed to just throw five guys in it. And as good as that fatal five-way was last that fatal week, fatal five-way was awesome. Fatal, I just, I, I just want to see your champion defended against one guy. Either he defends it or somebody beats him. Not somebody pins somebody else and they take his belt. I want to see a one-on-one match at Mania yeah. for Kevin Owens, and I think the Intercontinental Title deserves that. That's a fact. for the first time since what 2002. Well, is that what you said? The third time since 2002. Third time since yeah. 2002? Oh, yeah, you said it was defended twice since 2002. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'd like to see. Next up, this is one of my big problems with Fastlane. The Wyatts against the Titans, whatever you want to call them. One, why are the Wyatts losing? I think that was the only match result that I think we all were wrong on the yeah. result. No, Probably. No. Why were they losing? And if they had to lose, why is Luke Harper... Taking the pin in that match. The most talented one for the... I, I don't know. I got nothing to say I, about that match. This was... Did they make no sense? This match was a little bizarre. Because, <laughs> first of all, Kane sold for Braun Strowman. They made Braun Strowman actually look good. I thought he was a little bit more more aggressive than usual. And, and with Kane... Kane, the Big Show, they can make anybody look good. That's because everything you hear to say in the background about Strowman. Everyone in the yeah. back, they want him to be basically the next Big Show. Yeah, it's supposed to be the next big show. But even so. the, even Cole and JBL and Byron, they put Strowman over how, how aggressive he was being. Like because I said. he's Vince's favorite from the group. Yeah, everybody <laughs> loves him. And then it's like Kane and Big Show, they know how to do the jobs better than anybody to put somebody over. But my thing is with this, with them losing is I was real real surprised because I thought they want to get something bigger for WrestleMania. But then I thought I thought to myself, Bray Wyatt wasn't in this match. Bray Wyatt is the, is the leader, and, and he didn't really take the loss. The other three so took the loss. Did, now, not because I don't want to spend really any more time on this match. Because, one, I didn't think this match should have ever even been made. Two, I think they booked it completely wrong. 
But do you think maybe, because I think there's some people who feel Bray Wyatt is so protected by the Wyatt family that he does not look like a threat on his own. Do you think them losing without him, do you think that was a conscious decision? Like they couldn't win without Bray, or you just think it was bad booking? I thought bad it was, booking. yeah, I thought it was bad booking, but they ain't that the reason they lost, it's like, it's kind of like they kind of make Bray seem like the the leader and the strongest person. And as you see on the next night on Raw, he goes over. Right. Hey, I don't know. I still yeah, don't. That's, see. I was going to hold that off till we got to the top. But yeah, obviously, you know, he's not in the match. The next match, you know, this way we can skip right through it when we get to Raw. Yeah. But you know, he looks strong the next night. And obviously, we were all wrong. We all thought he was going in a certain direction. I don't know. Maybe they he makes the yeah, change. Not, not may, 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 maybe they real. There's a change of direction. Yeah. Maybe they realized there was a change of direction early. So maybe that's why they so lost. So let's and not feed like, him to Brock. Or no, not just that. Maybe they're like, all right, we're gonna have the Wyatts lose. Without, without Bray, Bray in the match, and then the next night Bray picks up the win to look strong because. I mean, they, they don't have that even. They don't even have that direction for him to go in. So, well, you, so you think there's a chance that they planned that? There's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> there's very remote chance. Well, I'm kind of glad that they went away from that Brock Bray Wyatt thing because now I think they could put Bray Wyatt in a position to actually have a win at WrestleMania right. and not become a jobber to the stars. All right, so maybe something good did come out of that. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like the match being on the card in the first place. I didn't like the way it turned out. I don't like the way Luke Harper's treated. But. Okay, you guys made me not hate it quite as much as okay. I did before we discussed it. Divas title match. Charlotte with Ric Flair in her corner against Brie Bella. Brie comes out wearing Daniel Bryan's boots. Who Nikki's, booked that? Nikki's ring gear. Who booked that? I, I believe. You said the entrance name, too. All right? I'm sure know it all. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the same thing I said about the six man tag. I don't got much to say about this match because the finish was terrible. Because she tapped out so weak and was like this and far away. She she was so no. It's not about how quick she tapped out. She could reach the ropes. If you play that match back, I'm watching. I'm, uh, I'm watching that segment. I'm like, all right, cool. This match is gonna keep going, and the ropes were right there, and she tapped out. Uh, I thought that match was terrible just because of the finish. I got nothing else to say about that match. Aaron, you got okay, any thoughts uh, on this match? Yes. Um, I have a couple, but... Okay, well, start, Well, I'm going to refer to Brie as Brie Nicole Bryan. <laughs> so, Brie Nicole Bryan did exactly what I was going to say. This match, it was one of her better matches. It was a little... It was botches, but we already know Brie's not one of their, the top workers right. in, the, in the women's division. But she came out... Too much to Brian and Nikki, and it kind of threw me off. It's like, like you say about Ziggler, you have to, you have to be yourself. Right. You have to have your own thing. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but when she was doing those the, the yes kicks, I don't know if you noticed the guy in the second row was like, no, yes, no, I did. no, <laughs> no. And that's what I do every time she does yeah. it. He was like, no, no. But like I said, this match, like Brie, she played the leg. She hurt her leg on the missile drop kick. Right. But I don't know if you guys noticed, but. When she when um she she had her in a half crab, she was leveraging. She was on the knee yes. that was hurt, and she she messed up her. She switched yeah. legs. Um, <laughs> I didn't notice. That. I did not oh, notice that. So yeah. she wasn't even on the right injured leg. Yes. So, and then like Eric said, she could have reached for the ropes. Right. Because she was right that. there. She she was yeah. It was terrible. And I love that half crab. But you know, you made that good point. I wish I noticed that. But I was I was enjoying seeing the half crab in form there, and it was just 
the half crab comes out and then she's in the figure eight and it's oh let me be in this mood for two seconds oh the ropes are right here I'm not gonna grab it and I, I love Rick's new gimmick of marking out Charlotte oh, yeah. Char- Charlotte did the um the Bella Booty dance yes. and Rick marked out yes. woo <laughs> He just marked out. I love him. Yes. I love him. He, he's doing good not talking. Oh, no. as bad as, you know, he's, he's so, doing good as just a silent figure. Yeah. A couple of the things I. So I'm, I didn't think Brie Bella deserved a title shot. They just did it because Daniel Bryan's name is very topical right now. He just retired. So it's a way to kind of get. You know, not heat, but it's a way to get some good attention on her. I don't think it was necessary. But I think it showed more progress for Charlotte in being a heel on her own, getting over on her own, her dad being even more in the background than ever, her being more in the forefront. I thought, actually, for... So I went out on the limb. I think we both did, said we thought Brie may win. Or was it just me? I don't remember. Uh, I know you did. I said said it was a maybe. So I I went out on a limb and said Brie was going to win. They were going to give it to her just because of Daniel Bryan. I thought they did a good job of... There were a couple convincing near falls. Like I thought she yeah. might have got her with the half crab. I thought, okay, they're going to give it to her. Didn't happen, but I I'll actually t- thought that's, that's it what annoyed happened. me. That's what annoyed me. I thought she could have had her there with the half crab, and then two seconds later, she's tapping out. Right. And they made it convincing because Bree was right in front of Rick, and Rick was just shouting stuff in front of her. Right. She wasn't paying him any mind, and that would have been good that Rick couldn't get her to break the hole. Yeah, but. So while it was a match that I don't feel really needed to take place, we obviously know Charlotte's money match is going to be at WrestleMania against one of the two of the other horsewomen. So I thought this was decent for what it was. I thought they convinced you that there was a chance Brie could win, and I feel like Charlotte is continuing to establish herself as a, a heel. great heel. Yes. Uh, and I'll tell you, she in between that match, the few the promos going into that match, and what we saw 24 hours later. Uh, whether appearance or words out of her mouth, she is becoming a great heel. Agreed. Do you feel the same way? Yes. But, Ron, when I saw this promo, I just laughed because I heard about all the promos. You just promos. heard me doing my yeah. <laughs> Now, I don't know if we agree. Last week I asked, I don't think I got a straight answer, which was worse, my Brie Bella impression or my Adam Rose impression? I think they're both good. <laughs> all right, good. Well, I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Uh, arguably what maybe we were looking forward to the most AJ Styles and Chris Jericho this feud obviously has had some legs we were all hoping it would go a certain way it obviously did AJ Styles and Chris Jericho what did you think they've been put this what their third match in four or five weeks yeah I thought the Smackdown match was better I just thought this was not this wasn't a great match this was just a match and um you didn't think it was a great match no I think their Smackdown match was better I would say if you go in a singles one-on-one match, we're only obviously two months into the year. I think I'm bold enough to say the top three best one-on-one matches this year, as much as Kevin Owens been putting her in great matches, the top three best one-on-one matches is AJ Styles, one AJ Styles versus Jericho, one, two, and three. And no, so no I'm not, they, I'm not going to give it a specific order, but those three matches are the best. Well, so you think they put on the three best singles matches of the year? Already. No doubt about it. Well, I think the SmackDown match was the best. Was the better one? This was better than the Raw match, in my in my opinion. The, the story was told great because since he two faced each other 
two times already. Jericho was telegraphing a lot of AJ's offense. AJ went for the springboard forearm. Jericho did did his springboard drop kick right when when um, AJ was going for the forearm. Even Jericho kicking out of Styles Clash, and it was a great way to end this match by having Jericho tap out to the calf crusher. Right. I, I mean, at the same time, I, I'm since I'm a Jericho fan, I just wish <laughs> he didn't tap. I wish he. I wish the yeah. I wish the match was over by a pinfall, but but he kicked out of the Styles Clash. Am I wrong? He did. Okay. Which puts, yeah, it makes him look a little stronger. You take the guy's finishing yeah. move and you, you kick out of it. And then you tap to the submission, which I think they're really trying to get that submission over. I feel like they've taken a turn towards submissions being a bigger part of... And team like for a while, they didn't. And I was happy, and you know, again, we're diving, I'm diving into a roll, but I was happy to see Jericho take a, a win with the walls of Jericho because... His last hiatuses or his last couple runs, I mean, his several runs the past couple years, you don't see him win with the walls of Jericho as much as he should. Right. Agreed. I, I do think, though, with whether it's the women, almost every, every one of the top women they have, their finisher is a submission, even down in NXT. Uh, you have, like we said, a submission win in this. Uh, Jericho gets a submission win the night after. I do think so. I like that. It's their third match. It was a very technical opening to the match. Kind of a slow feeling each other out. It's like we I kind of know what you're going to do. You kind of know what I'm going to do. We're going to try to do something a little different. I felt like they missed a couple of spots. Yeah, they missed uh, a couple of spots, but at the same time, remember, Jericho's 45 years old. Right. And AJ's, th- what, 38? So Jericho still can't, he can't do things he could have do s- seven years ago. Right. And he'll I, argue, I think he'll argue the, that. <laughs> well, yeah, this, this yeah, is the from best DDP Yoga. Looked. Yeah, this is, the best, this is the best he's looked in a while. We can't plug that. <laughs> <laughs> I did like uh, Y2J hitting the drop kick counter when AJ did the punch yeah. over the top rope mm-hmm. and he hit the drop kick. I liked that Y2J was. Almost vicious when yeah. they were outside the ring. He, he had the lion tamer on him, threw him up against the, the wall. I liked him hitting the code breaker when AJ was between the ropes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever even seen that spot before. Um, I love that he kicked out of the Styles Clash. As much as I think a lot of the AJ marks will get mad about that. Because they want to see that move and it's not seen right. as much as... Right, you got to see it. But I, I liked that because you want Jericho to still... They've been pumping him up as the six-time world champion, nine-time intercontinental champion. You have to still make him look like he's a strong opponent. And I felt like they did that. And I liked that they, they were able to put AJ over without turning Jericho heel. Yeah, I Everybody agree. thought that was coming. And I think he's a hard guy to make a heel now because he's one of those guys at this point that it's like, we just love you. We, we don't want to boo you. As right. much as he wants to, you know... They, he wants to play that heel role, and I, I was happy about that. I, uh, you know, going right into the finish of the match, I, you know, when I while I was watching the match, I was like, oh man, here's gonna come the typical. It's gonna be a code breaker. He's gonna smack yeah. him. Then yeah. I was like, you know, he ain't gonna if he's not gonna do the code breaker, he's just gonna smack him and walk out of the ring. And he, they did it, and I was happy about it because you don't see that that often. And if you do see it, it's usually like the uh, main event. Yeah. Uh, so it was a good match. Like you said, you thought it, you thought they put on the three best singles matches of the year. You thought it fell right in between their other two matches, which I think is good enough. If you if you're right on par with everything else you did in your feud on a pay per view, I think you've kind of you've kind of done your job. You can't always make your matches better every single time, That's especially right. when we've seen them that close together. Yeah. Maybe unfortunately, one of the more disappointing parts of the night was like you mentioned earlier, the cutting edge peep yeah. show. So disappointing. I was hard. Yeah, it, it could have done a lot more with it, but 
uh, Vince Russo. Their show was good. Their show was good. I, I will say that. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch all of it. I saw some of it after it was over. Well, I, was I saw I saw it with the remote when they paused Vince. No, that, yeah. was <laughs> that was that funny. Was funny. Um, I, thought, I thought that it was funny to start. One thing I thought, I don't know if either of you, you may be a little too young. I don't know how familiar you are with Back to the Future Part 2. Either one of you? A little bit. We're so young. I'm about to play Back to the Future, what's that? <laughs> part 2, I, I don't know. I don't know if you... <laughs> Either way, I felt like Christian was wearing Marty McFly's leather jacket from when he went back to 1955. I don't know if anybody else noticed that. It was like it was like the red canvas with the leather. I don't know. I, I found that interesting. I you thought, thought you should have wore one tonight. If I could have found one on short notice, I would have. I don't know where you even find that jacket anymore. If I had a time machine, I would have gone back to 1955 and bought it. But well done, well played. I thought Edge and Christian were funny when they came out. I thought the New Day were funny when they came out. The, the League of Nations, I don't know where what their place was in this. Of all teams, the League of Nations. This was the perfect spot for Enzo and Cass. Yeah. There was a part of me that thought that. Yeah, that's, because, uh, I think it, everyone thought to it. To debut them with Edge and Christian was, and New Day, it would have been amazing. Yeah. Was it you that texted me that yeah. we were about to get Enzo and yeah. Cass as the transitional tag champ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I said, hey, uh, I sent a group text. And I was like, all right, guys, we're all going to be let down, let down because <laughs> Enzo and Cass, they never get the NXT tag titles, but they're going to be our transitional t- uh, champions to pass the titles off to the Dudleys. Like, I wish. They should. They could have came in in that spot or in the social outcast spot. Right. They missed a big opportunity if 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 they're going to debut them anytime soon. But the League of Nations, I'm officially over them. I, I can't take it anymore. They're not, I can't take them seriously. They, they, they look so awkward together. They don't look like a unit. I feel so sorry for Wade Barrett. I hope The only guy who can talk is Wade Barrett, and he's the only one that doesn't get to talk? Yeah. I feel, I, when he, in June when he leaves, I hope he goes to TNA, Ring of Honor, and just become the world champion somewhere. I, he deserves so much better than what he's doing. He doesn't get to talk. He like, looks like the weak link in the group. I just, but New Day and the League of Nations. Like, there's, really, no, there's no need. There's no need for that. I, mean, I noticed what, what that the next thought? night, does his tights say League of Nations? Who? I think uh, Wade Barrett has like a League of Nations Probably, logo. Probably, because like, you're not even game. your own guy anymore. You're just the generic League of Nations guy. <laughs> That's so great because everyone else, I was noticing this when they were beating down Roman, everyone else has their normal, Sheamus has his Sheamus gear, Del Rio has his Del Rio gear, Rusev's in his uh, Rusev trunks, and then uh, I believe uh, Wade Barrett's running around in uh, League of Nations gear. Yeah, there, there's one thing I wanted to ask you guys, so... I take notes when I watch the show, yeah, and I try to write shorthand as much as I can. And usually, I remember exactly what I mean when I write stuff. I wrote down IHOD at one point. I H O D. It was an acronym for something Xavier Woods said about the League of Nations. Was it? Did he call them the International House of Dull? I don't. It's the only thing I could think of that IHOD could have possibly meant. I, don't, I, don't I, was, I was drinking a lot during this. <laughs> okay, so nobody can help me. I may have to go back and watch it. Maybe next week I'll tell you what I had meant. Like my man, or maybe one like of you my, can comment like on our Facebook Steve page. Austin would say, "Sob." <laughs> yeah, I thought the League of Nations were very out of place. I, I did kind of like that New Day and Edge and Christian were kind of on the same page by the end of it. But other than that, I, I expected yeah, a lot. It was, a lot, it, was a, it was a couple of jokes, but. It, I mean, the, the League of Nations ruined the segment. You, you know, you yeah. made a good point. You said you're over them. I'm, I'm over them, too. Yeah, Curtis Axel with the social next. outcasts and Ron Killings. No, next. Uh, yeah, I, I'm glad we're skipping over stuff. Finally, yeah. that's my speed. Pashy yeah, baby, next. Let's why? get to the main event, baby. 
The only thing I had to say about that was Vince Russo had a theory that somebody had to have gotten hurt in an earlier match, which <laughs> opened time. He said that was the only reason they could have threw that in there. Oh. And, and, Gold does, and Golden Truth still isn't together yet. When are they ever going to be a tag team? <laughs> oh, my God. Is that all we have to say about that? Yeah, next. All right, the main event of Fastlane. It's been hyped for a little while. The brother versus brother versus beast triple threat match, Ambrose, Reigns, and Lesnar. On the line, the number one contendership for a title shot against Triple H at WrestleMania. I I didn't love how it finished, but I thought it was a good match. I don't know. Eric? It was a good match. I don't hate the finish. If if Roman was gonna win, it kinda it made sense the way it ended. Um the thing that was cool, I think, and again, I'm going to keep jumping in a roll with everything I speak of on Fastlane, but the thing that I liked is they didn't say nothing about hating each other the night after. So I thought while watching it, I'm like, all right, cool. Or not cool. I was like, oh, man, this, this friendship's over. They're done. They're not a duo. Um, but I thought, that, you know, the match was, for what it was going to be, it was good. You know, triple threat matches, you never know what you're going to get. I thought it was good quality. They had some great spots. Um, they did great at keeping Brock down. And, you know, we got the table spots. I thought the match was decent, especially for a B, B pay-per-view. Before you get into your thoughts on the match, my favorite singular moment of the match was when Brock goes through the second table and they buried him in the debris from the two Oh, tables. yeah, that was awesome. And Heyman is running around the ring. <laughs> he, he sees him and he goes, oh, my God. <laughs> you couldn't really hear him, but you kind of saw him. You kind of heard it. And I, I don't know why. Just the idea that he was just like, couldn't believe what they had done to his client. I love. <laughs> that was my favorite point of the whole match. But he's, yeah, the, what, he's the best worker in the match. <laughs> yeah. What, what, did, what did you think of this match? Um, I thought this was a good match. It was one of the more belt triple threat matches you, you'll see. Like Eric said, it, it told a story. They had to keep Brock down. They they wanted it to be just Dean and Dean and Roman. Of course, Roman goes over the Superman way, kicks out of Dirty Deeds. My, one of my favorite spots was Brock kind of in the Kimura lock. Yes. And Rain just picks him up. Mm-hmm. And Ambrose comes and just hit and just beats him with the steel chair and beats him and beats him. But Roman did not sell any of those chair shots because after that he hits him with a spear. Right. Immediately after. Immediately after. It doesn't sell it, does it? It's like if he if he hit the spear, let it look let it look awkward. So 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 the commentary could say, Oh, he didn't get all that spear in and then go for it again. That would change the whole match. And then Roman, he got he got a rain of booze right after that. If he pinned Brock, I don't think he would have got a rain of booze. Nobody wants to see Ambrose take the pin. In that right. situation. Well, yeah, that was the guy everybody Brock. wanted to see win. But we all know Brock's not going to get pinned. Yeah, we all know Brock's not going to get pinned. But my question I'd is, like to see him get pinned in uh, 40-something days. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but with this match, listen, this was an amazing match. But two months into the year, I don't feel we've had a match of the, any match of the year contender to go on the match of the year board. Yeah, to me, that this was comparable to the triple threat match at the Rumble last year. It just fell just short. Which I guess that's what you're going to get. I mean, Ambrose obviously just as good as yeah. Rumble Rub- Rub- Triple Threat was better. The no absolute, doubt. What uh, there's one one ingredient that I think kept it from being a step. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, is that was the ingredient, right? We can all well, agree. Well, no. This, to Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Seth Rollins, to me, made that triple threat he match did. at Rumble last year. He was not in this triple threat match. I think that was why that match was never going to live up to yeah. the Rumble triple threat match. Yeah, because as much as we all love Dean Ambrose, he's not the worker of a Seth Rollins. He's not going to hit those high spots that Seth Rollins did. Right. The, like, even, like, the high spot Seth Rollins... Did as much as amazing that match I don't know, was. They're, the they're Rumble, pretty equal. As as amazing as that match the Rumble was, Seth Rollins made that match what it was. Right. A uh, couple things I like. I enjoyed when Roman went for the Samoan drop and Brock German. Oh, oh yes, the same that time. was amazing. Yes. I liked that Brock. They they did everything they could to keep Brock out of the match, but he still, when he was on his two feet, was still dominating both of them. If that's the guy he's supposed to be, I guess you let him keep being that. What I what I didn't like, and I would have been fine with Roman winning because we kind of all knew. I predicted Ambrose. I was wrong. But we kind of all knew Roman was going to win. If he had to, why did it have to be that way, like you said? It's just, it, it just made it look, oh, yeah, he, he's going to win. Mm-hmm. And he just won in the inevitable-looking way. You could have made it be something a little different than the way you did. Yeah, like I said, even if, you won't, if Ambrose took two spears, it still makes Ambrose look strong because he knows he did not get because on. Reigns didn't sell that chair shot. You could tell the story. Reigns didn't hit it all. I respect the way you guys are both thinking about it, but at the same time, if they're going to do... What are you disrespecting? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at the, same, at the same time, you see you see how well you know Roman cared about Ambrose the next right. night. The thing is, I like the fact that they're still going to get along, or at least that's the way we're thinking about it right now. If he continually kept hitting him with spears, that would just make you think, why would they not get along? I mean, I'm not mad at the way it went down. And, you know, that's my final thoughts. I yeah, just, I just didn't love it. I, I can respect the, the thought or disrespect the thought, whatever. <laughs> I was just being funny. That was not. That but was, anyway. It was funny. <laughs> okay, good. We got, heat, uh, we got heat in the background <laughs> for it. Another thing I did like about this match, I liked that it was Ambrose who did not hesitate to go after Roman when he had the chance. Yeah. Be- and I still think that plays into a little bit that Roman still sees himself as he's he's above Ambrose. He does not see him as being on his level. And I think maybe that'll pay off eventually down the line, maybe. Yeah. But so that's fast lane. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, but there was stuff about it I definitely didn't like. And I guess we just went over that. So Raw the next night. Obviously the big story to come out of Raw is the return of the money. Yes. Shane O'Mac, here comes the money. Out of nowhere, very rare to get a legitimate surprise on Raw where you do not see it coming. Well, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. When you're in a group text with someone, it Mm. ruins every surprise. So I was a couple minutes behind. Uh, uh, But thanks. Yeah, I wish I was watching. I I expect you both (laughs) to be watching. I'm I'm leaving my my phone off now because I'm always like 15, 20 minutes behind on Raw. And I got Aaron Lloyd over here ruining the best surprise in the last six, seven, eight, I don't know how many years, but yeah. Well, we the, saw money, the money's back. Yes. Your favorite European champion of all time is back. <laughs> One of the best hardcore street fight wrestlers that wasn't a wrestler of yes. all time. He's back. That we saw Vince come back at Raw two months ago. Yeah. Huge pop, but Stephanie announced at the beginning of the show that he would be there later tonight. This was out of nowhere. I marked out watching at home. First time in seven years. Yeah. Wow. And I'm going to be honest, Shane is a guy who, when the whole posse started and everything, I did not like Shane one bit. 
I, I couldn't stand him. The whole acting tough, whatever. Like, no, you're just Vince McMahon's son. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't even be on TV. That guy, to me, he was a, he was a great heel. He though. was an integral part of the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he took chances nobody in his position should ever have to take. And he's the boss's kid. Exactly. Wow. That that's why I respect that. I actually got a little choked up when he came out. I was excited, even though I already kind of knew about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. Unfortunately. Yeah, the surprise is ruined for you, but not for everybody, luckily. And another surprise five minutes into the promo got ruined for me, too. <laughs> well, the point of him coming out, he came out to br- to bust up the whole Vincent J. McMahon, or Vincent J. McMahon Legacy of Excellence Award, you know, being presented to Stephanie. He says, you don't deserve this, but this is about legacy. This is my legacy. I didn't lose my place. I want what's mine. Vince tells him, okay, one match, one night. You'll get the control raw if that's what you want. All you got to do is retire the Undertaker. <laughs> well, there was that. We actually got a, a, a question from a gentleman named G-Man from Delaware County, Pennsylvania, just outside Philadelphia. The Philadelphia area. G-Man, yes, Philadelphia area. The Philadelphia area. He wants to know why does Shano need to have a to have a fight to earn what's his if he already had a deal with Vince. I thought about this myself. I don't know if you guys have an answer. My answer is that he has a deal in place with Vince to still be a part of the operations of the company. But what Shane asked for was control of Monday Night Raw, which was not the deal. So Shane now has to earn the right to control Monday Night Raw. Do you do you agree with that? Yeah. Do you have a different thought? I agree with that. Okay. And G-Man, to answer your question, <laughs> I'm going to go with this. Uh, I'm going to go backtrack seven days ago. To our last video, mm-hmm. and obviously Shane O'Mac is not who I thought would be doing it, but the uh, incomparable Ron Lloyd asked a great question on who we would like to retire. I went last. My answer was the Phenom, The Undertaker, WrestleMania, make it your last match. All right. Well, he lost his streak a couple years ago to Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar should have finished him off then. That should have been it. Should have been done. So, I'm not saying Taker's ego is big, but I think, you know, we still got more than four weeks leading into Mania. I think it's going to get to the point, you know, maybe this is me hoping, obviously, because my prediction. I think the reason is because they need someone to retire Undertaker, and there's no one on the roster they want to give that honor to right away. And I think, I don't know if, I'm not saying it's Taker's ego, but I think Vince's ego if he's going to give it to anyone, it's going to be his damn son. That's a great point. I never that's thought it. of it that way. That's I kind of like that, though. That's it. Okay. <clears throat> this is what I've been holding in. Okay. After I was done marking out. Skipping I thought about, around your place. Yeah. Do, doing the Shane dance. <laughs> Which way did Shane go? Which way did Shane go? Okay. So. You guys are lucky I had a hectic day. I was going to come in here and dress like that. So. This... <laughs> this match won't be a Matt Classic. It won't. It's, but in this era, what can Shane possibly do in a Hell in a Cell match with The Undertaker? Jump off the top. In the PG era, in this era, what can he possibly that's do? That's my concern. Jump off the top. This, that's my concern. Elbow through the table. He, they haven't done mm-hmm. that in years. Yeah, oh, well, they found the one person that's going to do it. But but no, but I'm not done to my thing. <laughs> and then I have, I, have, I have other points. <laughs> Later in the night, 
Vince, Stephanie asks, Stephanie asks Shane, I mean, she asks Vince, why would you do that? He's, Vince says, calculated risk. Calculated risk. Who's going to be, how's he going to beat The Undertaker? After he said that, I had a theory that since Vince chose The Undertaker, Shane might say, I'll choose a replacement to face me. So you stipulation. That's not the stipulation. Stipulation no. is you have to have one match. Yeah, but like I said, it's hard for me to think that Shane's going to face The Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell match because it's like Shane man beating The Undertaker? Really? In Hell yeah. in a Cell? Shane beating The Undertaker? Well, when I think, you know how sometimes you kind of, you can intuit. Who's going to be or... his replacement? Not to cut you off. That's why, no. go ahead. Who's oh, gonna... no! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Who? Well, you're getting to, to something I was about to say. John I, Cena! I, I wasted two dollars in that thing last week predicting he'd be back for WrestleMania to face the Undertaker, and then I hear that. That's my one that's my other theory. But and another point I have is why would the Undertaker help Vince? They have six weeks to six weeks to explain this. I have no confidence that this will make any sense. But why is the why is he choosing the Undertaker, and what is it in for the Undertaker to help Vince? Well, I'm glad you said this because as much as I loved Shane coming back, and as much as I loved that segment, <laughs> you almost got away with it. I forgot. That one hurt. hurt. But oh, I, I do have a hard time seeing it actually happening, yeah. and I don't necessarily love it because I don't know what they can really do. Yeah, because like I said, after you mark, after you're done marking out, you sit down and think, hmm, what? possibly can they do in this era in a Hell in a Cell match with Shane and The Undertaker? The Undertaker's not a young guy anymore. Neither is Shane. Shane's almost, Shane's what, 45 years old? Yes. I don't know, but he dances good. He gotta be able to do a couple of things. <laughs> he's, he's still got, he's still pretty light on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish they showed his his, his, um, his creases and his ones. Our next show when we're together, we're both yeah. coming to Chicago. They guys. have six weeks to make this make sense for me. I have no confidence they will, though. Yeah, well, that's deep. Well, well that story kind of ended there. Shane and Kevin Owens are going to steal <laughs> the show at WrestleMania. They could. And then the next show, uh, Shane challenges him for the IC title <laughs> in a dream match. <laughs> Not going to have, but. Well, later in the night, we have Roman with JoJo. Another bad backstage interviewer. You can tell he's reading off cards. It's a lot of fake, pretend, like fake pretend. I like that it was short. I like that it was short. I did like that, it but, was short. but for it the was time good. it was going on, it it was not a good interview. Why is Roman the whole night look act like a worried girlfriend? He's on his phone the whole night. He did nothing. He's walking around backstage looking at his phone. Yeah, I'm waiting for Dean. <laughs> he's fine. You just saw him outside. He drove an ambulance back to the arena. He's fine. Yeah. Go find him. <laughs> we he's get, in the arena. <laughs> he is. Well, he wasn't there yet when he did that. Interview. He did it twice. Oh yeah, he did do it a second. He's time. in the arena. Go find him. <laughs> he, did he do it after the Brock segment? A- a- after the Ambrose segment. After Ambrose came back. Yeah, he did it again. Yeah. Maybe he's ignoring his text. He's mad about the spear. <laughs> <sighs> this is a high school. This is the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roman ends up booked in a match with Sheamus, which. How many times have we seen that? That would have been seemed like a decent match terrible. in December or early January. You know, I find it at real this point it was just a, to me it was another waste of time at the end of the I show. I find it real funny. Ste- Triple H to Stephanie, you want to tell him or should I? I'll tell him. You're gonna face Sheamus. How many times he beat Sheamus already? Why yeah, should like he he's be, be so worried about that? And they tried to build up that it's the three other people, but really 
the League of Nations to me is not threatening. They have no unity. You could tell they they're all confused. They they hug wrong. They try to hug each other and. But you should have said unity the way that team bad you should Unity. They have no they have none of that. No. Sorry. Of course he can impersonate. <laughs> well, what the fuck? He uh Roman Reigns ends up actually what that story ended up being was about Triple H coming out and annihilating Roman to end the show. What I thought was fake blood at the time turned out to be true. What's still, that? still okay to say. Yeah, I mean were you were you happy with the way it ended up? Last night, yes. But after seeing this, I was said to myself, "Before, well, I, I don't know if you guys have seen, but WWE has broken news that Roman has surgery for his nose. It's a work, yes. basically." But after after that, I was like, "All right, Vince doesn't need anything to do with this storyline. Triple H will know how to get this guy over. So I don't need to see Roman Reigns on TV for at least two weeks. Have him sell this injury and have Triple H cut promos." About Roman Reigns, Triple H it's needs to take idea. Triple H needs to take control of this storyline because if anybody can get Roman Reigns over, he can. He he had the fight last week. He said he had the fight to get the beat down at um TLC. Right. He will fight to get this guy over. I feel it was it was perfect. The um the Superman punch into the the DX crotch, amazing. <laughs> I'm so happy you said that. I'm gonna dive right in right here. Triple H, this is where I'm I'm confused at, and this is gonna be me giving him credit to his ability. My issue with what he's doing right now, you know, while he's in a suit, he does a good job of being a bad guy. You know, you figure when he was screwing Daniel Bryan left and right, when he was going back and forth um, with Randy and all this stuff, he did a good job of being a bad guy. When he's out of the suit and he comes out there, if he's in the Rumble... And he's doing it after he eliminates Roman Reigns and he hits a DX crotch shop. Or after he's beating him up and he's a bloody mess. And he, in great fashion, mocked his Superman punch and then hit the DX crotch shop. He's doing a great job being a heel, beating this guy down, and you feel bad for him. But someone our age or your age, he I'm plays, telling you that. He plays the second, crowd. The second you do the DX crotch shop, I'm like... He's not a heel. That's my guy. I got a yeah. room for him. So he's trying, supposed to get him over. But he's playing but, for but, the crowd. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm the, the second he's oh, oh, boy. oh man, I hope he retains that mania. Yeah. I hope he retains that title. He knows what he's doing. The line of the night from Michael Cole. The Roman Empire is on fire. <laughs> They're booing the hell out of this yeah. guy. <laughs> he's getting booed while Triple H is getting cheered. He got even Marie heat last night. He did. And they're, and they're just chanting Triple H the whole time. But so. you think, so I was concerned that it's like, they hate Roman, they love Hunter. How is this going to work? Because he's getting cheered as he's destroying him. He's playing to the crowd, doing the crotch trap like you said, but you're confident that Triple H will figure out a Triple way. Triple H, he'll have his hands full on this, this situation. Can I, can I get a prediction out of you? I still think... Bro, no, I, I want to ask you a specific okay. question. Okay. After WrestleMania, will Roman Reigns be over? You know how I feel about it. I, I do. don't. I don't think he'll win at WrestleMania. No. I don't. You don't think Roman wins? No. That'd be cool. I don't think he wins at WrestleMania. That'd be a good test. I, yeah, it'll, bro, it'd be the swerve, <laughs> bro. You the will not see it coming, bro. 
<laughs> Triple H will will he knock it out of the park? Bro, Triple H, he will knock it out of the park, bro. Bro, the, the night at the WrestleMania, check the ratings, bro. <laughs> I think it'll be money if Roman doesn't win. I, I agree. I think I that's think a good point. I still think Dean Ambrose screws him at Mania. We'll, move, we'll transition a minute now to Roman Reigns' brother in arms. Dean Ambrose gets attacked by Brock as he's pulling into the arena. He drives the ambulance back, just crawls his way to the ring, challenges Brock to a no-holds-barred street fight at WrestleMania. Brock steps on his head at one point. Paul Heyman accepts the challenge. Is there is there any way to view Dean Ambrose as someone who can actually beat Brock Lesnar, or is that kind of not even the point? I think because of the stipulation... He'll find a way to... He'll find the way. There's going to be a crazy loophole, there's going to be something, but a weapon's going to be... This is going to show him how hardcore he can be. I hope, and I'm doing this as an Ambrose fan, I hope Ambrose wins. I think he can. I'm a fan of Brock Lesnar. I live. I have a six-year-old at home who that's his favorite guy <laughs> yeah, really? on the show. His, fav- his favorite guy he doesn't get to see every week. Yeah, and he's a heel. I mean, how how bad am I raising someone that their favorite, <laughs> their, favorite their favorite guy is a heel? But uh, yeah, I hope Ambrose wins. Um, I I would like to see it. I think it's possible. I think it's been long enough where Lesnar can get a. I don't want to say a clean loss because it's you know it's going to be a street fight. But I will tell you. Between the Taker and Shane, and then they're announcing that, and we already know from Fastlane result, Roman versus Triple H, we know three matches. I can't think of the last time you're excited about Mania because we know three matches, and I'm looking for all three of those matches. Well, I think this was meant to kind of look like Dean Ambrose could be a threat because this guy's a lunatic. This guy drove an ambulance into the The fact that he was in the hospital and he managed to drag his body... Out there, and he's still not afraid of him. Yeah, and he. Actually, I can't even stand up, but I'm still not afraid. Yeah, of him. and he challenges he challenges him to a no hold bar, no holds bar match, and well, even at Fastlane, he was beating Brock with that steel chair. And the constant with, with Dean Ambrose says he won't stay down. He just keeps coming back for more. That would be the story to be told at for WrestleMania with Brock. Is there any chance that Seth Rollins helps Dean Ambrose beat Brock Lesnar? None. No, I don't see no? that. I mean, I don't be think back so either. Time. Listen, we're only one third the way until he gets back. Nah, they're saying he's ahead of schedule. I thought, like, not that he'd be, you know, putting on half of a match, but I thought there may be. I don't know. That's just wishful thinking on my no, part. I, I, I missed the guy. I'm ready to see. I don't think so. No. All right. Why no. two um, AJ became a thing last night? I like it. I, I hope it's real. <laughs> I hope it's real. Do we think this lasts a little bit, or do you think it was a one night only? I think it might have been a one night only thing. No, I'm going to go with what I said last week, and uh, I'm sad to see it. I'm, ha- I'm sad to say it, but I think Y2AJ are going to compete a couple times in a tag match. They had the one fluke match a couple weeks ago in Promptoon or in SmackDown. They had the match last night on Raw. I think they're going to keep tagging. I think they're going to win the tag titles. I'm going to go bold. I'm going to go right to it. I think they're going to win the tag titles. I think before Jericho leaves, I think they're going to drop the titles to the Dudleys. And that's going to be how Jericho is going to bow out. That's going to be my bold forward prediction. That's why we're not going to see AJ in a one-on-one match at Mania. 
tag division, I don't think there's a whole lot really to, to, to even really discuss. We got another Dudleys. Let's remind you who we are. We're not going to be defined by our accomplishments, not yeah, tables. Yeah, Usos, Usos destroyed the Ascension. And, the New Day went in six. Uh, they, they did. Six-man right? tag. They went in six-man yeah. tag. Kofi actually, for once, hit the trouble in paradise. I don't know the last it's time I saw him hit that. <laughs> I liked the spot of Big E and Xavier hitting the splash and the leg drop at one time. Uh, uh, there was actually a lot of good spots in there. I mean... Biggie, we see it all the time, but you know he took one of those you know falls through the ropes mm-hmm. where it was just his body, no one else eating it, and he ate it good. Um, there, we can't uh, Neville outside of the ring, yeah, shooting followed by race. followed by Kalisto, and then you know, that was there was great spots in that match. It's one of the better six man tags you'll yeah, see, especially from that from the lower mid card. Um, Divas action last night. We get Sasha against Naomi. A couple of repeated spots from the mm-hmm. night before, but a good match nonetheless. Becky comes out to her aid once again. Charlotte comes out to kind of make fun of their friendship they have now. Says you guys are going to be competing. Rock and to... Nikki Bella inspired yeah. here, which yeah. shows you that she's getting better as a heel. Right, exactly. I don't know if you noticed, Ron, but Sasha asked you, did, she like your, did you like her new shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like it. Okay. Did you order one yet? I have not. I promise I haven't. Do you believe him? Yeah, it just came out. <laughs> it just came out. I told him I was thinking about it when I saw him on Thursday. So Next I would have told him by now. Available. <laughs> um, they're going to face each other for the number one contendership, I guess, at some point. Do we think it's going to be a triple threat match at Mania, yeah. or do we I think, think it's, it's going to be, be one person? It's going to be one on one Charlotte. One but I'm going to go with Charlotte and, uh, and Sasha. Thanks, yeah. I'm going triple threat. I think she'll interfere like the like a. That's not the smart thing to do. And she was like, "I'm going to defend it." Oh, you got a triple threat match. My hope is still Sasha and Charlotte get a one on one match at Mania. Uh, we've see, we saw it. We, that was the match we saw when we were at. Uh, yeah, the Fatal Four was the night you weren't there. At the NXT show in Philadelphia. Yeah, I guess it was one or one when we were there. That's what I'm hoping for. They've had great matches before. I think that's the money match at WrestleMania. Uh, this is the time in the show when we get to a few listener questions. Uh, Aaron will read them once again. All what right. do we got? Uh, we have a new person sending in a oh, question. Yeah? Yes. This guy's name is Justice Cross on Facebook. Justice. Thank you, Justice. Thank we appreciate you, Justice. it. All right. He says he well he acts. Which superstar do you think deserves the biggest push for a WWE championship? Who do you think needs to turn heel and who do you think needs to turn babyface? Oh, that's a great question. So who deserves a push for me, especially where this group is right now? I think Bray Wyatt needs a push. I'm ready for Bray Wyatt to matter. Uh, I'm fine with him being a heel. Who needs to make a heel turn? The, the person I think I'd most like to see a heel turn at this point is Roman Reigns because I think. It'd at least be interesting. I just there's nothing about him that's interesting right now. And who needs to be a baby face that is not? That's really tough because they're they have enough baby faces. They just don't have enough heels. Yeah, but, yeah, but everybody who's a heel is amazing. That's true. Uh, maybe maybe I don't know. I'm, I don't think the new day deserve to be baby. Not that they don't deserve it, but I think they're more fun as heels. I'll get back to that. Who I think needs to, to turn baby face? You got somebody? Turn babyface. Well, uh, all right. I guess I'm gonna start from the bottom. Um, with the who deserves a push towards the direction of a title. Um, I guess I'm gonna give it a two part answer. I'm gonna go NXT. I'm gonna do one that we're all gonna agree on. I uh, I just want Enzo and Cass to win the NXT <laughs> tag title. That was the world title. Be, be, 
Oh, is it strictly under the world title? Yeah. All right, well, all right, still, it's just, it just bothers me. <laughs> I just want them to win the NXT Doesn't tag titles. Yeah, I, I want them to win the NXT tag titles before they go. All right, someone to go straight for the world title. Wow, all right, I was going to answer that wrong then. Um, hmm, world title, world title. I guess I want Dean. You know what? I'm going to no, push. It's got to be someone. So it's got to be someone, I guess, that hasn't won it before. Yeah, I'm guessing, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Dean then. I can't really think of someone else that because my my whole logic on anything is I don't think anyone that if they have not won a singles title, I think in old school I don't think someone that's never won a singles title in WWE should win the world, the world title, title first. So I'm gonna you know I don't agree with you on Bray. I think he should go for it. But if he does win a title, I do assume his first singles title is gonna be the world title when he wins it. Um, next being heel and a face turn. Heel turn. I think it's going to be the most obvious. I think it would be as big or bigger <laughs> than when Hulk Hogan first turned heel back in the 90s. John Cena needs to turn heel. He needs to be a bad guy. John Cena needs to be a bad guy. <laughs> John Cena is time to turn. All right? So... I hope my couple dollars uh, gets to you or gets to somebody that gives a gives a you know what. Uh, and as far as someone to turn face, oh, I'll give it the obvious. Uh, Seth Rollins when he comes back, he needs to be face. It's a good one, mm. and he will be. Yeah, very good. Yeah. All right, my I want to go with Dean Ambrose as well, but I also have an outside guy. Who deserves to be a world the world champion? Cesaro. Oh, damn. No, that's, that's Very good. true. Cesaro. I still don't see a lot of promo work out of him, and Vince continues to say he doesn't grab, grab right. the brass ring, and he's only over because he's Swiss. I don't think so, nah. because <laughs> when he goes comes out, the crowd loses it. Mm. And um, who I think needs to turn heel? Of course, Roman Reigns. The, the fans want to boo him. Let them boo him. They need to understand when they start booing him, that's when he'll get over. Right. Mm-hmm. They have to understand that because they have to hate him. They want they want to hate this guy. And if you want to turn him face, just have him punch out Vince again. <laughs> yeah. That's that simple. It's not that hard. And who I think needs to turn baby face? This is a tough question because I think everybody who are heels are better as heels. And they, when they get face, they get watered down mm-hmm. a little bit. Hmm. I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins as well. I'm gonna say Bo Dallas. Really, Pashi baby? Yeah, I. <laughs> I, I think he's. I just think he's hysterical. I know people like to boo him or whatever, but I think people like him. Do you believe he will be a face? I don't believe he will be a face, but I'd like to see him as a face. And I'd like to see him at least get some, some more time on TV because I think he's hysterical. He can work a little bit. Um, maybe one day we'll see it. I don't think it's Any male is doing Trish Stratus's, uh finishing moves. <laughs> <laughs> so, Justice, thank you for the question. We appreciate it. Appreciate it, Justice. We have one more question, I believe. I believe we're about to get to my favorite segment of the show. The GOAT. The GOAT, Ronald Lloyd. With another question? This, I think this is the best question by far. Oh, is it? Okay. We said it right off. All right. <laughs> WWE announced that The Godfather will be ducked into the Hall of Fame. I love his character, especially when he made his entrance with the Ho Train. With that in mind, if you were a WWE superstar, which three women in WWE 
would you have accompany you to the ring? And why? Okay, this is a very difficult question for me because, as I mentioned earlier, my affinity for women's wrestling, I like the advances they've made in their actual workers now and not just models who they throw out there to rip each other's clothes off. So, with that being said, uh, you guys probably assumed I would say Sasha Banks immediately. <laughs> no, I, I But did. I think she's too good for that. I didn't. Um, I expected mostly valets from you. Yes. So, I would say... I didn't. <laughs> you didn't see that coming? So now I'm trying to think of people who I wouldn't mind being my... I'd say Lana. Hmm. Well played. I would say Eva Marie. Hmm. And well. who else would I say? I'd say Carmella. Oh, that's... Oh. And that's not to disrespect Carmella. I know she has recently valeted Enzo and Cass. I think she's a good valet. I wouldn't mind being one of her boys. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, I think I'm going to answer this 100% the wrong way, and, Ron, <laughs> you're going to have to just accept me. You're going to have to accept my answer. So uh, I'll keep it PG, and I'm not going to explain it why. Uh, I'm going to go all with alumni, which I guess, I don't know if you asked for current people, but no, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Trish Stratus. Uh, I'm going to go with Tori Wilson. And uh, I'm gonna go with Brock Lesnar's wife. I'm um, gonna take Sable. Nice. That's oh, a good. Wow. That's a good trio. All right. I don't think anyone's gonna beat that trio. Probably not. Well, can't go wrong with any of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna go with Stacey Keebler. Another good one. Because she's eye the candy. Duchess of Dudley. The Duchess of Dudley. Because <laughs> she's eye candy and she, she she can distract anybody. You know how she distracts right. people. She got them legs. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna go with Lita. Okay, because that's another good one. If I get into a tight spot, she can really she, actually help you. She can help me. <laughs> I gotta guess when it's number three. Number th- no, number three is the hardest because I'll debate, I'll debate <laughs> between this all day. Um, hmm. I'm still undecided. On number three. <laughs> uh, is it between two people? It's so hard to choose. If I, I'm already wrong. I don't want to be. If I was going to be a heel, I'd have Eva Marie to give me heel heat. Well, well you are a heel, so then I guess that answered it. Um, and for me, it was Eva Marie just because I'm like, you, you have no business actually being in the ring, so you might as well say <laughs> I like her red hair, too. So I'm going to go with Nikki Bella. Okay. I can see that, too. I thought you were going to say Mrs. Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> AJ? <laughs> She's another one that I think is too good to be my valet. Although, she did a lot of good valeting back in the day. Yeah. So I can't take anything away from her. Well, Ronald, thank you as always thank for your you, question. Ronald. We appreciate you it. gave us something to think about. That was a tough one for me. I didn't even know where I was going to go with that. Uh, before we get out of here, first we'd like to thank you for tuning into another show. You can watch us on YouTube. You can listen to us on Podbean and iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Get updates about the show. Uh, starting on March 1st, we're going to try something that obviously we've never tried before. We're going to try March Madness with Matt Madness. We're going to come up with a March Madness-style bracket of people based on their WWE careers. And we're going to kind of work down the bracket and see who is the greatest WWE performer of all time. We'd like you guys to discuss it on our Facebook page once it's up there. But as I said, March 1st, it should be available. We're not sure exactly how we're going to do this yet, but by the time it's up, we will know. So again, thank you for listening. We will see you again and speak to you again next week. Thank <laughs> you.